when I Am Sam came out, yeah, Summer I, of Sam. I ended up somewhere where someone was watching that, like at Summer a friend's house Sam. or somewhere. But like, I don't know, dude. I didn't even think that movie did that well. So I was really surprised when they put out the sequel to it, Milk. Oh boy, that's an idol for you know. Harvey Milk is an untouchable figure for some people. He is. All right, Tool Shed Art Club, baby. This is this is round two. This is round two with Mydrin. <laughs> Did I still get it wrong? Yeah. What is wrong with me? I'm. I don't know I if I can. Function. Is it okay if I just call you Murphanemorous? Just uh, that uh, might be easier. Murphanemorous. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll respond by Mac and Merlin or. Or anything along those lines. I don't know if Austin told you this, but I was thinking it may or may not be, we'll see, be worth it to do maybe at the end of the month or beginning of the month or whatever, talking about a monthly movie update, just talking about films that we'd watched throughout the mil- month and reviewing them. And it doesn't have to be new movies by any means. It can be, oh, um, yeah, yeah. you know, old movies. But I thought that that might be a cool thing to do with you if you're down for it. Yeah, be totally. Yeah, he's saying this because he's already watched like 23 movies this month. Yeah, I keep I keep tab. I write them down. Actually, I'll show you. Really So, so far this month, I'll read off the movies I've watched. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's going to take 45 minutes. Bullet, Friday the 13th, 1980, Friday the 13th, Part 2, Friday the 13th, Part 3, The Lighthouse, Dirty Harry, 7, Tiptoes, Friday the 13th, Part 4, Friday the 13th, Part 5, The Blair Witch Project, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Range 15, Godzilla, 1997, I think, is that one? Uh, the, the one made in the 90s that wasn't very good. Swing Time, Friday the 13th, Part 7, Friday the 13th, Part 8, The French Connection, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, Friday the 13th, 2009, UB Halloween, the Adam Sandler movie, The Conversation, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and yesterday I finished The General, and I had to stop watching uh, The Bicycle Thief, uh, Bicycle Thieves today. Have you ever have you ever seen that one? What Chaplin? No, no, I got I got that, that's Chaplin, right? No, not the the General is not the, no, no no the Bicycle Thief. I, he, maybe he did one. I don't know, but this one was made in uh, I don't know when it was made, but there's. It's a uh, talkie. It's, it's <laughs> they, a talkie. Did talk. Chaplin never make it to the talkies? No, I, I don't think he did. No. Now it's just a delicious Mexican chip. Bicycle <laughs> talk, <the> talkies. Ladri B D bicycletti. Nineteen forty eight drama. An hour and thirty minutes. Um, basically all in uh, Italian? Question was it, mark. Was it good? You know what I it's want? Good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the. It's uh, always noted as one of the best movies ever made. You know, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the one that stood out most to me on your list was uh, Godzilla in 1997 <laughs> because uh, I remember so- that movie. No, out. dude. I, That's I, not the one with Puff Daddy. It is the one with Puff Daddy. Where's, Covering the Led Zeppelin? Yeah, cause, and then Jimmy Page comes out and rocks out too alongside him. In, yeah, in the video. and they're in the building. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even remember the movie. I just remember the music. Video. Well, I, I do too because like Green Day when they did uh, also did their rendition. They oh, they did a song too, and it starts off the Godzilla song, and it's like dun dun dun. I'm having trouble trying to. Oh, that's a brain yeah. stew. Brain stew. They did a uh, Godzilla version of Brain Stew for that soundtrack. What? Yeah. I did not know that. It's actually. If I'm not mistaken, I almost like that version, that song. Um, how does it go? Sheep, I'm running. What do they say? Like, Godzilla's gonna eat all Japanese. Well, in New York. Yeah. In New York. <laughs> but now he's in New York City. Godzilla's creating systematic racism <laughs> and genocide in New York. Oh, they don't have that. I don't think they have that soundtrack on Apple Music. Yeah, I watched it because there's a How Did This Get Made episode on that that I wanted to see. I, I thought it'd be funny to listen to them make fun of it, so I listened to it. I remember watching it as a kid and being disappointed as a kid, but I remember the toys and stuff like that. I don't know how anyone would not be disappointed in a Godzilla movie. Dude, it's also like he, over two hours long, way too long. Way no, I'm talking long. about every Godzilla movie ever made. He comes out of the ocean. Godzilla. He breathes fire. And uh, and I and I don't like it. I tried to. Well, I actually like. We saw. We went to Blue Sushi once, many moons ago, and they were playing on it, playing it on the big screens. And my son's like, "Oh, this is awesome! Can we watch it?" So, went home, got it, you know, rented it off of like Prime. And like twenty minutes in, he's like, "Do we have to watch this?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> well, did you watch uh, uh, King? Uh, the latest uh, Kong versus Godzilla. I did not watch the the Godzilla versus King Kong. I, I don't. I want to. I mean, I I, I enjoy it. I like. I well, I grew up with uh with monster movies. Yeah, uh, like like big monster movies like that. And I I'm I like Godzilla. Of like, I could see why people don't like Godzilla because it does get ridiculous. They're after like the tenth or twelfth one, and then you're like what the hell is Ronan, you know, like Ronan, like Ronan and then Mothra, like what's... Yeah. Oh yeah, the moth people or the moth man. Mo- Mothra. Did you know that uh, the that the Japanese company that started Godzilla was so was pretty pissed off about that rendition of it that uh, a couple years later in their uh, classic Godzilla, they, um, they basically made that like the similar looking lizard and had Godzilla, like the actual Godzilla beat its ass because mm. they're just not fans. They were who not who was it? The Japs? Yeah, they were not cool with they were not cool with that Godzilla. So anyway, um, so that's what I've I've watched this month. But I don't watch. I, it's not every month that I watch that many. But I I was trying to watch basically a movie a day, and I told my wife I was like, "What if we watch uh, Friday <laughs> every Friday the Thirteenth movie this year?" And she's like, "Why?" She didn't really want to, but I was like, "Let's just see it." So. That's what you, she's down. You've been watching every Friday the 13th. We did watch them all. Yeah. I mean, uh, Freddy versus Jason wasn't on that list. I'm sure we'll get around to it before October ends. So last night I watched Arlington road Mm -hmm. and, um, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Very good movie shows you, you know, how they, how a Patsy can be made psychological warfare. Yeah, I love doing And I identified with Jeff Bridges quite a bit because people would look at that and go, how could he fall for that? How could he get tricked by his neighbor? Emotional manipulation. Mm -hmm. Is it similar to like the Mancharian candidate? 
the Manchurian Candidate, I feel like it's kind of like that. No, Manchurian Candidate's where they get, you know, where he's programmed. And, you know, like, so he's kind of uh, not like a real human being. Use code words and stuff like that. That's Manchurian Candidate. Arlington Road is where this, uh, like, Tim Robbins just sets up basically uh, all these pre-planned things to lure Jeff Bridges into becoming a patsy Hmm. without even like him realizing it until it's too late. And then at the same time he is in, that seems like something I would really like. He's, he's a college professor and he teaches a class on terrorism and conspiracy theories basically. And then his wife was killed, was in the FBI. So it was like Tim Robbins chose him because of that. It it was a good film. And then I watched, I wanted to pull this up because I watched Dracula from 1931. Um, That's, that's what I'm, that's what I I can't remember his name, even though I said it about 300 times. Yeah. I'm blanking on it. Because it is the funnest name to say ever. And this is uh, this is what you should have named your child that you just had. By the way, Matt just had a child. Oh, congratulations! Yep, a couple of days uh, ago, but the grind doesn't stop. Got a podcast. <laughs> Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. And I love it, dude, because he's always like Dracula. His hands in that—they're like this, you know. And he's like, <laughs> like he's always got to get the blood like this. But his hands—he's like, yeah, yeah. He can't handle it. Oh. Yeah, that uh, I remember. It's a good one. I mean, like from 1931, yeah. the the sceneries, the just the painted backdrops. Yeah, it is it's uh, it's it's quite remarkable. Yeah, he was, had to be a real big pain in the ass. I remember uh, Martin Landau uh, played Bella Lugosi in um, Ed Wood. That's what the whole. Edward uh, was about was um, the making of plan nine from outer space. And hmm. uh, I think that was, that may have been Bella Lugosi's last movie role in Edward loved. And that's like this, like you're like, I don't think Bella Lugosi did anything for a long time and then has this opportunity. And you know, it's like Edward's like, all right, let's do this. I'm like, I, I, I love the movie Edward. So um, I would hmm. is that what Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, um, it sounds good. I've never seen it. Bill Murray is in it. Martin Landau. Um, that's, that's those are the major players I can remember off the top of my head. I think it's directed by, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a Tim Burton. I think Tim Burton directed it. Of course, stars uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, those guys, uh, those two. I'm sure they've done some weird shit together. <laughs> yeah, in the bedroom. Well, hey, that rolls into our first category. So today, doing top fives. Now, this is part two. Um, you know, the first episode, we covered action, comedy, drama, horror. Now, for part two, we're going to do our top five favorites in romance, thriller, and western. And uh, let's do the same format as last time. I'll go. Uh, Murph and Emerus will go. And then, Austin, you'll go because you don't have anything written down. I want to make sure you have plenty of time now. <laughs> So that's, that's why I got my phone in front of me. Cause uh, dude, I, I didn't even, I was actually going to write it down this time, but I didn't have, I didn't have time. I had to set up. 
All right. I'll roll into it for a so uh romance. My number five for me, Alfie two thousand four. Um, I always feel kind of sad after I watch that movie though. Number four, a lot like love. That's Ashton Kutcher. Number three, along came Polly. Number two, walk the line. I'm counting that as a romance. And my number one favorite romance movie is meet the parents. Um, and then kind of like an honorable mention for me is just friends and four Christmases. And then I just watched Annie Hall, but after hearing that, uh, tape of, um, Woody Harrelson's, uh, or Woody Harrelson. Oh man. No, not you, Woody. No, no, no. Woody, Woody (laughs) Allen's wife. uh, Woody Allen. Yeah. After hearing that audio tape of Woody Allen and his wife and her, uh, saying that he committed some crimes there. I was like, you know what? I can't put him on anything good, but, uh, Annie Hall actually is a, it's a good movie. It's got good dialogue. Um, but yeah, I couldn't put him on my list. So, uh, my top five again, Alfie, a lot like love along came Polly walk the line and meet the parents. What is, what is Alfie? Is that the, with the Jude, Alf guy from space? Yeah, Jude law, I think. Well, Alf, that would be awesome. It was like, Oh, is that where Jude law has sex with Alf? Yeah, that's that. That's the whole. Does he romance that's him. The plot of the movie. He's just like. Does that duck join him? Remember the duck? Well, for one, what was the duck movie? The uh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck by George <laughs> Lucas bangs the girl from Back to the Future. Bestiality. What is it with these get people in beast in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like Beauty and all, the Beast. It should have been called Beauty and Bestiality. Right. Uh, there. It's a good point. Um, Imagine what happened with that candlestick. Jeez. So, uh, Alfie, I think was a remake, uh, with a movie made with Michael Caine, but yeah, it's basically just about, uh, Jude Law, um, dates a bunch of chicks at the same time. And then you slowly see it kind of unravel. And like I said, it actually leaves you kind of feeling sad, but it always stuck out to me. And I've never really talked to anybody else who's ever even seen that movie. Um, but when I was making this list, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I watched that movie a, a few times as a single dude in like my early 20s, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Looking back, it's all right. But yeah. I, I, I How many that. times did you watch The Notebook as a single man? Never. I only watched that for the first time a couple of years ago. And I, I'm not going to pretend like I don't think it's a good movie. The Notebook's a great movie, but I've, um, I've heard it was. I just, I, I, you've never seen it? No. Standard. It's worth watching. It's, I just can't. It's, uh, you know, he's in the rain, sharing his feelings. Like, I've never seen Twilight. I've never seen Harry Potter. And I kind of enjoy holding out on those movies and not watching those. But I would say The Notebook isn't worth holding out on. Worth yeah. Watching. All right, Murph and Emerus, what do we got? All right, Mac, your, your romance. Uh, so, then I'll have mine. So I'm just rolling down the this list of rom- romance. Uh, just looked up romance movies, and I'm just picking out the ones I like off this list because I didn't <laughs> take the time to put this together. But I I like Palm Springs. Okay. Uh, I haven't even heard of that. I Palm Springs that is with uh, I can't remember that. I, I, uh, um, let's let, let's look it up. Uh, Palm Springs movie. Yeah, we're going to have our phones out this Andy, whole movie. It's got Andy Samberg in it. Andy Samberg, uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen Malati. Uh, it's a basically a time-traveling movie. To, uh, stuck in a time loop. Two wedding guests develop a budding romance while living the same day. Oh, I think I have seen this movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I, <laughs> I, I've seen that movie. It is funny, yeah. Uh, Princess Bride. 
Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Princess, uh, yeah. Uh, and then, um, then everything else. I. Why? Why? Why is mannequin showing up on my list? <laughs> is mannequin a love movie? Apparently. I dude, I just I remember I've only seen that when I was a kid I, and I was very I, confused. I, I I dislike Mannequin so much just because of the <laughs> the theme song for that movie pops up all the damn time and I'm just like it just reminds What me. what is the theme song for it? I, I I don't want to get it stuck in my head, so I'm like blocking it out my mind right no, now. No, you have to. You I have like to have the, it ruin your night uh, for us. It's, it's oh. I like how you could just see the anger, like when he saw Mannequin on the list. What did you, did you just Google romantic comedies? Yeah. Uh, so n- nothing's, n- nothing's going to stop us now. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, it, that's, uh, nothing's going to stop us now. <laughs> like, we could build this dream together. Oh, man. No. Standing strong forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm done. I'm going to need to add that. To I'm my, done. I'm adding that to my Apple Music right now. I'm yeah. probably only listening to that on my way home. Oh, Jesus. And nothing else. Stop. But whenever that song comes on. I'm By Starship? That. Is that who sings it? Uh, no. Um, I'm not entirely certain. Uh, well, I, it's got to be from their 1987 album, No Protection. I don't really watch a lot of romance. <laughs> hey, man, wasn't the 80s all about protection when they just started to figure out AIDS and venereal diseases? Um, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, there was a learning curve. Needed penicillin. Dude, you should see the... Have you ever looked up the AIDS commercials from the 80s? You have never seen... that They are on caliber with basically... Um, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between an AIDS commercial and a commercial for nuclear warfare. (laughs) There is now a danger that has become a threat to us all. It is a deadly disease and there is no known cure. The virus can be passed during sexual intercourse with an infected person. Anyone can get it, man or woman. So far it's been confined to small groups but it's spreading. So protect yourself and read this leaflet when it arrives. If you ignore AIDS, it could be the death of you. So don't die of ignorance. So Mannequin's not in your top five. Mannequin is not in my top five. All right, so we got uh, Princess Bride and Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Um, I, I'm also... I'm, I'm, uh, I am... I am not prepared. Uh, I want to say across the universe. Okay. Uh, it's that. Uh, it's the one with nothing. It's basically a Beatles album. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love the wedding singer. All I know is that to me, you look like you're lots of oh, fun. Oh yeah. Like open up, yeah. Hey, Love wedding singer. Oh, you know who's in that? <laughs> John Lovitz. Oh yeah. Dude, the fighter. <laughs> and then he's like, he's losing his mind or whatever he says. And the curtain closes. Yeah. So good. And he's like, well, I guess they were hookers, but I don't remember paying. Uh, that wasn't John Lovitz, obviously. But uh, that, um, what, what's his name? Uh, Steve Buscemi. That, that character in that movie is so funny. Dude, another movie I cannot believe that I have not seen. Wait, what's, what's our genres today? 
uh, romance thrillers and westerns. Okay. Maybe maybe this counts as a thriller. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold tight. Did uh, you have you listed your five yet? I uh, can't hardly wait. I want to go with that. Oh, can't hardly wait. All right, so run through your five one more time. Rapid fire them. <laughs> Rapid fire my random selections. Uh, oh my god, uh, Princess Bride, uh, Palm Springs. I don't even remember what else. Across the universe. Across the universe. <laughs> I am wedding singer. Wedding singer and uh, what, what? What did I just say? Oh, uh, can't hardly wait. All right. All right, Austin, let's hear it. All right, well, this this is a hard, this is a hard... Uh, I want to say true romance. Damn it. Oh, no, well, that's... What would you swap out? Uh, can't hardly wait. For, for true for romance? True, for true romance. I mean, sorry about that. Like, okay. I, I had that on my list. Wait, true romance. Wait, that's the one with uh, the, the hooker who he killed... Um, that's with uh, Christian Slater. Yeah, I just watched that. Um, if I didn't watch, yeah, dude, watched. with Gary uh, Oldman who plays the dude in the dreadlocks because uh, he's they, the greatest yeah, actor yeah, of all time. Yeah. I just I watched that last month in, in September. I must have watched one, it. One, one of the best interactions in cinema happens in that movie of Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. <laughs> well, I guess I'm a banana, <laughs> and you're an orange oh. or something like that. It's just like ah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, was, uh, yeah. That movie is really good. That is a really good movie. All right, awesome. All right, so I'm... Um, man, you said Princess Bride. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But now I'm having... I So I have six. You can, we can, Oh, because... Uh, so I got to cross one out. So I had Princess Bride, My Best Friend's Wedding, Notting Hill... You got to put a, a Hugh Grant movie in there. Ten things I hate about you: How to lose a guy in ten days. And then my number one is Can't Hardly Wait. Like you said, that that was my, dude, that was my favorite movie. Yeah, and so still is like when it came out. Oh yeah, I mean, I like, I, I wish I knew what happened to everyone in that movie. A lot of people did not go on to a lot of things afterwards. They didn't? No, like Jennifer Love Hewitt fell off. Like That one dude stopped acting, the, the nerd, and he went to Washington. No, Jennifer Love Hewitt did not. She did that TV show where she gave handjobs for like 10 seasons. <laughs> what? Oh, I totally missed out on that. What TV show is this? <laughs> what? I'm a movie guy. Not she a- was the, the masseuse. It was called, like, I think it was called Happy Endings with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, nice. No, it was not called that at oh, all. But it's called, my, it wasn't that uh, on the nose. No, but she was a uh, massage therapist. I've never seen the show. I just remember it being advertised. So I don't know what to kick off to add Princess Bride. Uh, what was your list again? Can't Hardly Wait, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, 10 Things I Hate About You, Notting Hill, My Best Friend's Wedding, Princess Bride. Hmm. I'm knocking off. I'm not doing Princess Bride. I'm saving. I'm saving that for uh, storybook movies. Hmm. If we ever cover that someday. What is that? What do you mean by storybook? You know, like uh, Wizard of Oz, Cinderella. You know, the Three Pigs. Oh, I see. Hansel and Gretel. Oh, uh, okay. Like if we did, yeah. Because I was thinking too. I mean, we could do sci-fi's storybook whatever we could keep this going for a while but anyway um we'll roll into thrillers 
next if you guys are all right. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's uh, get our list of thrillers. The thriller. What are you just are you just typing in best thrillers of all time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So thriller number five, Ex Machina. Oh. Or Ex Machina, maybe. I think. It's I think Ex it's. Machina. I think it's Ex Machina. Uh, yeah. Uh, Machina. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that. Macarena, dude. It's X Macarena. Number four, eight millimeter. Now, I just told you guys that. That is not a romance movie. I said th- we're on Thriller. I know. Oh, I was about- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now, I just told you guys I don't really like Joel Schumacher because I feel like all of his movies were almost really good and kind of include eight millimeter in that. How did he make all like these movies was- and have time to bang 50,000 guys? Who knows? Um, Number three, Run, Hide, Fight. Now, I think Run, Hide, Fight is pretty underrated and got underwatched because Daily Wire is who released it. And Daily Wire didn't, they bought the movies in like the aftermarket or they bought it after it had already been made. You know what I mean? It's got Tom Jane in it. It's about a school shooting. I think it's incredible. But again, Daily Wire is who released it. And it was like their first movie they released on their platform. And so I feel like um, it just didn't get the, it just didn't get what it should have got. Um, number two, Disturbia, and my number one favorite thriller, and it's in my top three favorite movies of all time, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I really like Gone Girl too, but that's not in it. So top five, Ex Machina slash Ex Machina, 8mm, Run, Hide, Fight, Disturbia, and number one, Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Oh, by the way, everybody listening... Um, on the for part one of this, I went on our website on toolshedartclub.com and I listed off every movie that was referenced in order of its reference. And if you click on the link, it'll take you to Amazon. You could rent the movie or buy it or whatever, watch it uh, from there. I'll do the same thing um, for this one. Uh, it's quite the hassle to do that, but um, it's it's a it's an endeavor I find worth it. So if uh, if we if we reference any movie, if, even if we don't say the name of it, and you're kind of curious about the plot or whatever. Uh, go to toolshedartclub.com and uh, you click on this episode and you'll be able to find the movie. All right, Murph and Emerus. Uh Compiling my list, and as of right now, I'm uh, looking at seven. <laughs> I just watched that recently, yeah. Uh, the Prestige. Nice. You, you, all right, you chose The Prestige before. Yeah. For, Can you double dip? I'm double dipping. I'm He's a, double dipping. I allow it. Uh, old, old it's been. We need a. We need. We need a, the uh, judge's mallet. Uh, Memento. That's on my two watch list. I haven't seen it yet. Um, old boy. And uh, let's 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 find uh, another another Myron's favorite amongst this uh, list that is. Totally I haven't arbi- even totally arbitrary right now. I've seen the cover of Old Boy, but I don't know anything. Oh, uh, well, there, there, uh, <clears throat> there's the Korean one, and then there's the one with Josh Brolin. Um, 2013, it looks like. The the original? The no, Josh the original is like 2002. I thought. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a it's pretty incestuous uh, plot. Wait, what movie is that? Uh, old Boy. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's uh, about incest? Yeah, there's incestual things about it. Ooh. All right. Did you did you figure out your number one? No. I mean, my uh, my number one on that list so far is the, the, prestige. the, uh, is the prestige. I knew it. 
Um, you should be a magician. I, I, I need to disappear uh, here in a little bit to go upload something. Uh, uncut gems. We'll say, <laughs> we'll, we'll say uncut gems. Oh, uh, wow. Wait, you're saying that you're going to disappear in the middle of the app, this <laughs> recording? How much? The answer is no. Yeah, you can, you can, I mean, while Austin can rattle off his list, you could probably, are you just up like clicking a button? Yeah, I'm clicking two buttons. Yeah, you can just dip out while Austin does this real quick. I'm not going to, um, you, I mean, he has to hear it. Go, go quick, go click the buttons. Yeah. Well, uh, like producer Mydron has to produce yeah. things. Yeah, I'm still okay. Austin, are Dude, you ready? for popular thrillers that had popped up. Googling it. None of these are Caddyshack. Why is Caddyshack in the mix? Google doesn't know what it's talking about. <laughs> AI is ruining everything. All right. What do you got? It knows. All right. Well, I have, um, I almost put heat on mine, man. This is, uh, okay. Like what, what is the def? Let's do this. What is the definition of thriller That's you know like the actual we let, let's google that like what is the actual definition of a thrill because like what is like a thriller and suspense i see that as the same thing let's see thriller movie definition also known as suspense film or suspense thriller is a broad film genre so broad film genre so it is broad that evokes excitement and suspense in the audience. The suspense element found in most films plot is particularly exploited by the filmmaker in this genre. Okay. So I, I think it's a little bit open up to your interpretation. All right. So this is, this is what I'm doing. Okay. This is how it's happening. We're doing... Um, Just go to chat GPT and type in, uh, no, no, these 20, are ones I, I'm trying to find the actual, like the other ones when we did the, the first, the episode one, I was like, okay, boom, boom, boom. I know it. But like, these are just like loosely, I mean, romance is easy, but thriller. Cause I feel like I want to be right on and not just say some action movie. Dude, part three of, of this episode is going to be me kicking you both in the nuts repeatedly because I just had a baby 48 hours ago and I'm the only one here with stuff written down. Because you were at home with a baby writing things down. <laughs> Good point. You've watched 23 <laughs> movies this month. <laughs> you have the time. <laughs> that's, that's my number one thriller, the nut kick. Like I just had a baby, uh, 23 movies and watching... Uh, shit from 1910 <laughs> watch it well and that's a good point too is uh not a whole lot you can do but watch friday the 13th movies when your wife is nine months pregnant <laughs> yeah so okay i only have one more oh mystic river with uh sean penn is that gonna be your number yeah, mystic river <laughs> with sean penn i don't know i don't remember wasn't that movie disturbing wasn't yeah, it about it was like, like a priest, kid getting like, molested when he was a kid yeah i remember my mom told I mean, me which my mom told me the plot of that movie when I was in like yeah. middle school. She shouldn't have told me that, and it totally disturbed me. And when she hears this, she's going to be like, I never did that. Yeah, you did. Um, but, uh, yeah, that that movie is uh, not a fun watch. All right, so I'm going with – I'm trying to – okay, 
So I got, I'm doing Braveheart. Nice. Falling Down. <laughs> that's not a comedy. No, that's funny. Training Day. Fargo. Okay. Arlington Road. Okay. Boom. There we go. And guess what? I just watched Fargo for the first time in my life just a few nights ago. Oh, dude. How did it come out in 97? I never saw it. I haven't even seen it yet, but it's on my list. It's wild, dude. The, uh, the acting in there is... Uh, it's just so good, dude. Oh, it's on like HBO. I will watch this. The uh, yeah. series is pretty good too. Yeah, I saw that they had that. You know that there's an interview with the vampire series. What? Yeah, I couldn't do that. I don't know. Like when I was watching it, it came up. It said interview with the vampire. One of them's black now. <laughs> All right. So moving on to western. All right. Number five, Jeremiah Johnson. Number four. Wild Bill. Number three, Last of the Dogmen. Number two, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Number one, my favorite movie of all time, Tombstone. Um, have you seen, Have I'd be curious to know if, if either of you have seen Jeremiah Johnson. Oh yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, I've seen the, I've seen the, uh, the GIF. Jeremiah Johnson made his I've way seen, into I've the seen the GIF, dude. Uh, <laughs> I've seen the GIF so many times, it, it equaled the length of the movie. Um, but question, have you seen, have either of you seen Wild Bill with uh, Jeff Bridges? Made no, in, dude. Jeff, what I, what I realized when I was watching Arlington Road the other day yeah. is that Jeff Bridges is such a good actor. Dude, what, dude? Like, I cannot stop staring at his face. He's got, like, the perfect... Just lines in his face, like his um, dude. Look the at things him that he does Bill. with his mouth, like with for different emotions. That's you. I mean, you were oh, almost dude, wild, Bill. dude. I am growing my hair that long. That is me. <laughs> I am watching that tonight. How good dude, is this on movie, Tubi. dude? It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I'll be watching this tonight. And it has some instead of, the- of hanging out with my wife. All right, sorry, Paige, but here's the deal. It's got amazing Native American, some of the spookiest Native American scenes in there too, where he like has flashbacks to uh, being visited and having fights with them. Goes through so many gunfights, dude. You're, yeah, I have, I have those too. You need to watch this oh, movie. It has it has uh, John Hurt, Bruce Dern, David Arquette in it. That's oh yeah, it's amazing. You guys, everybody watching, it's on Tubi right now. You can watch it for free. Watch Wild Bill. Uh, 1995. But then um, the other one I was curious about if either of you have seen Last of the Dogmen. No. I want to say I have. Um, so my dad would do this thing when I was a kid where he would tell me that movies that movies were real. So it wasn't until I was like 17 when I found out Forrest Gump wasn't real. And he did this. Why, with, did, you, why did he do this to? Uh, because his sense of humor is to like make up a lie and then never tell you that he's joking. And then you... I don't know if that's a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> take it up with him but i remember dude i remember arguing with my teacher in seventh grade about last of the dogmen because it's about uh tom berenger uh goes he he's like a bounty hunter in the 90s and he goes yeah. after these uh in these guys that have run away and he finds like a hidden native american tribe that's never been found and my dad was like yeah this actually happened and i remember like arguing with my seventh grade t- history teacher and i'm like yeah haven't you heard about this and i was like telling her the plot of the movie and she was looking at me like i was such an idiot and she's like that sounds like fiction, Matt. And I'm like, it's not. 
And then um, I was probably like 20 when I just had to accept the fact that Last of the Dogmen uh, did not happen. But mm. it is a damn good movie. And uh, it's not like Old West, but I saw when I was looking it up that it's technically indie film slash Western. And I'm like, that's going on the list. And uh, I will say with as far as uh, two two little tidbits with Assassination of Jesse James. I've talked about this before in the podcast. When I first came out, I wasn't a fan. I rewatched it recently and fell in love with it. And with Tombstone... I was blown away to see in Val Kimmer's book that the production of Tombstone was actually a shit show. They said that every day and night they were like at night they were trying to figure out what they were going to shoot the next day, and they were like, "This movie is going to suck." And it, Val it, Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell are the ones that basically rewrote the whole thing, and that Kurt Russell was like directed it. Yeah, he directed it. Like they He's took the over. unaccredited credited director. So yeah, Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell. Because did they actually switch they, out directors like they, three times? They yeah. tag team that movie and did it tandem style. That's crazy. It's it, just crazy. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I think it's awesome. It was the um, I can't remember his the the actor's name, but he played. Uh, did you watch uh, uh, the Walking Dead? Uh, Merle yeah. Merle uh, Daryl Dixon's uh, a brother. Oh he, yeah, he, he was yeah. in the movie. And he talked about production. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, yeah, you know, it's just like, like, uh, we, we, uh, the director didn't know what the, the hell he was doing. You know, it's just like, he was one of those pretentious guys of like, you know, like he was, he, like he bowed down to whatever Kurt would say or Val would say, but he treated, other cast members. Oh no, Michael Rooker is who you're talking it was, about. It was Michael Rooker. Uh, well, yeah. actually, no, it was uh, it was Michael Bean that I, I was listening to. Michael Bean is that the dude who plays Mr. Bean? Uh, I thought no. that too, and you said Bean. I thought <laughs> like, uh, it was. Uh, That's the guy that plays uh, uh, Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo. Oh, dude, he. You know that in the, the deadliest pistol is it's Wild Bill. They say in Tombstone, the only person. Who didn't have a real mustache was Johnny Ringo. Everyone else grew one out. They were really? told to, but I, I just don't. He, you know, he's got a weak face. He's got a weak upper lip. Oh, and it's uh, fake. So he's the only one. All the other mustaches, those are real. And that's why that movie's so good. They should have gave out Oscars to the mustaches. <laughs> uh, so, the Powers Booth has one of my favorite lines in that movie. Dude, that dude, I love that actor, man. Well. Bye. Oh, dude. You know that that guy, he was in the first couple seasons of How I Met Your Mother? Powers Booth? Yeah. And I forget whose dad he played. He played someone. And then he was like, they had to change the character because he was like, I am a thespian and this is beneath me and your show sucks. <laughs> and no, for real. And then what's his name? Doogie Hauser. You know, he was like, you know, he like he he did some gay snaps and he was upset. Huh? I didn't. He know did that. that. Well, all I know is uh, well, they I, pulled they pulled it off. And when I was studying, uh, he was mad. He goes, "We love this show." <laughs> it was weird too because while he was pissed about it, he was doing an interview, I think, on Entertainment Tonight, talking shit about Powers Booth, and he was. Husband when his, was on his back, he was giving him a piggyback ride. Are you serious? No. Jeez. Oh, 
I believe I, for a second there you had me. Uh, when I was, when I was, <laughs> there's no context. They don't even mention it. <laughs> Dude, too bad, like, but I love How I Met Your Mother. I think that uh, Doogie, Doogie Hauser, what is his real name? Do you know that Brian Count? Uh, What's his real name? Do not just ask me. I would have given it to you, like, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil, okay, dude, he's hilarious. Do you know that Brian he Count made was that in that show? show? Brian Count was in that show? I believe it. He was, uh, it's been the, along. He was like the crazy boss, yeah. Um, no, the one other thing I was going to say with Tombstone is that when I was studying for the short film Hell's Gold, I was I had looked up uh, interviews with uh, with um, I'm blanking on his name who played Johnny Ringo to figure out how they and he said that they had brought in professional people to like twirl the guns because I twirled my gun in that one, but then when I got on set and in costume, um, my coat got in the way of because I had practice where I could twirl the gun and put it in my holster, mm-hmm. and um, I could spin it forward, spin it backward, and spin it in my holster, um, but on set with the coat, I wasn't able to do it. It looked really goofy because I would have had to like use this hand to like pull the coat up. And so unfortunately in that film, if you watch it, you do not get to see how damn good my twirling was with the gun at that point. But it was, uh, we're still proud of But you. I watched that scene so many times where they're spinning the cup and, and, uh, quoting Latin at each other. So anyway, um, oh I'll, yeah, yeah, in Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when he was going, he's like, "We yeah, got I'm, ourselves an educated man." <laughs> now I really hate him. In uh, vino veritas, Archie's Uh So top five westerns: Jeremiah Johnson, Wild Bill, Last of the Dogmen, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, and number one, Tombstone. All right. By no means in any particular order. <laughs> 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 Three ten to Yuma. Nice. All right. Unforgiven. <laughs> Once upon a time in the West. Okay. A fistful of dollars. Yes. And Tombstone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Tombstone's the best Western probably of all time, except I do have one that, you know, might be it's, you know. It's a tie. Yeah. And it was one that you had said. But I love I love Tombstone too because the friendship between Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday is such an awesome example of like true male friendship. Oh, one hundred percent. And not only that, but then also between in Unforgiven, the character of Clint Eastwood and um Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is like who decorated, you know, their stoop with my friend. Yeah. So, um, and I will say this while you're pulling that list up, it can't be expressed enough how amazing it is. If it was truly so last minute, like they had said that they did such a good job on tombstone. Like when doc holiday dies and he looks down at his feet and he's like, that's funny. And he dies. And it's a reference to him always believing that he was going to die like in a gunfight with his boots on. You know what I mean? It's like that subtlety there. It's like, if if you if if the three of us are trying to scramble to finish a multi million dollar movie and to yeah add, dude you know and, what I mean put yeah. stuff like that in is amazing and I get like like that time period with Doc Holliday or even you know the all these notorious humans that all lived back then they they always face death. Every day, gunfights, gambling, drinking, because dysentery. life had to suck so bad 
that they were probably just trying to find a way out. Mm-hmm. And here Doc Holliday <laughs> makes it to a hospital bed and dies. He's been like, I've been trying to kill myself with booze and opium and gunfights my entire life. Yeah. But it was the tuberculosis that took him. <laughs> the old TB. I, uh, the fistful of dollars makes my list because one of my favorite shots in cinema happens in it. It's towards the end of the movie and it starts off with the, uh, a shot of Clint Eastwood's, uh, boots as he's walking towards the, uh, town center. Then the next shot in it, like it pans up and it tilts up to his face. The shot immediately after that is the camera's on is on the ground on the boardwalk and the boot comes in a frame of uh the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then they all three of them walk towards the well into the center of of the uh, town center. And just that visual that visualization is one of my favorite shots because it just shows, you know, the triumph of good. He's big, bold, and like about ready to conquer it. And the the visual storytelling of the ba- the bad guys were big in the beginning. But now they're getting smaller and yeah. gonna be you know stump, something's gonna be about ready to go downtown. And just the framing of the shot was well orchestrated, and just how they ended up is uh just a beautiful shot dude uh a few nights ago i watched ghostbusters with my son for the first time because i thought he was old enough Mm -hmm. now that he's 11 and just knew that he wouldn't you know be too terrified because there's some scary stuff in it yeah um and i didn't realize this but when bill murray goes over to sigourney weaver's house for the first time on her counter she has eggs and a packet of stay puff marshmallows mm. for shadow style wow. yeah and then why the hell would you have eggs and marshmallows she lives in a penthouse in <laughs> new york what is she doing with marshmallows right what are marshmallows marshmallows is a sub- you gotta have an outdoors area yeah and sigourney weaver in that movie She's she's not doing, she's not cooking s'mores over candles like in Sandlot. You don't know that. Though. What what if she's just like you know? I know it. Just like drawing. I don't know though, dude. Like I, you know, I it, it was hard for me because I, like I watched that with my son, but there's a few, you know, it's it's got very sexual undertones to it. Like I am, you know. I am the gatekeeper. Where is the key master? Well, it's all about him putting his penis <laughs> key into her vagina gate. I'm not, I'm not following you on this. Yeah. The key master in the thing. And then when, when he finally, when Rick Moranis comes in and he's like, I am the key master. And she goes, I am the gatekeeper. She's got her leg up and spread completely, uh, spread Eagle on the chair. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, a succubus 
comes and and has intercourse with Dan Aykroyd and unzips his pants and pulls him down and his eyes go crossed. And my son's like, "What? What's happening? Why is that <laughs> happening?" And I said, "I he's so scared he shit his pants." I wasn't gonna say a ghost fucked him. <laughs> so why did they, you know, like so that and then and, and said- then and then not only that, they're like, "Don't cross the the streams." Well, at the end when they shoot the. The main, the Steve Puff marshmallow person, they're like, we have to cross the streams and they're all doing it and it's a shot and they're all holding their, yeah. their tasers by their dicks and then they cross them together for one giant stream and then it explodes <laughs> and then they're covered in marshmallow cum. I'm not. That'd make a great bit, by the way. Dude, you know, all those guys not, are not, Saturday <laughs> night live guys. I'm not following this story. This I don't. I don't. <laughs> You're not following it. I'm not, I'm not following this. <laughs> the keymaster gatekeeper. It's pretty safe. Are you following when the hey, when the, the co- ghost? <laughs> you just wink at the camera. Did you <laughs> in the YouTube comments comment if you ever got a boner watching Ghostbusters? Oh no, I mean <laughs> <laughs> that Slimer. <laughs> that Slimer though. Yeah, and it's always like ooze, and they're always getting like oozed on. I don't know, man, but the... Hey, I'm ladies just, and gentlemen, just watch out for the ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, the uh, and then Bill Murray, he's kind of, you know, he's predatory in that. He's just trying to bang every chick. Like, what, right at the beginning, what, he shocks her boyfriend. What movie is it? But I, ac- I actually like, I think that that was Bill Murray's... That, that movie is the least amount I've ever been annoyed by Bill Murray. Like, I don't think... I think in a lot of movies, I find him to be annoying. I, and not very funny, but in that movie, like he played it, he he walked the line. There's like a thing it was in just the, a good comedic line. The the internet for a while was trying to make it seem like Bill Murray was like the coolest celebrity ever, but I've also heard he's a complete asshole. Of course he is. Um, he broke phones. They only said he was cool because he'd show up at weddings and take pictures. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, but it was probably to- because he was just shit faced. Hmm. I think Bill. I just. I think Bill Murray's. This seems like something you would do when you're drunk. I think uh, Bill Murray's just perpetually fucking with people. So, (laughs) yeah. If if that's that's the way that he comes across. No, but there are there are some cool things about him. The fact that he has like a one eight hundred number, you can't get a hold of him, and he's like, you have to like leave a message, and if you want him to do a movie, and he might call back. And even in Dan Aykroyd in an interview talking about. Because it was originally for John Belushi, but then he died. So they tried to, you know, they told the props people to make him look like Slimer, you know, which they failed at. And so John, or so Dan Aykroyd was actually like, no, you got to make it again. And they didn't have the budget or the time. So they just presented the same one. And he goes, that's better. Wow. So he didn't know. Who's who's your Dude, they didn't even know Bill Murray was going to even do the movie. No one had heard from him for like months up into the start of production, and then he showed up the day that it was shooting. No way. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, how so do they you were even worried. do that? How do you even do that though in well, Hollywood?" Well, because at that time, dude, he was Saturday Night Live. He was Stripes. He was the biggest star. He was the biggest comedic star at the time. Um. Hmm. I just don't see how, like, how do you skip table reads? How do you, all the hoops? I mean, I get it, I guess, when you're, and that was at a time where Saturday Night Live truly mattered. Um, Well, it was because of all those other movies. Like, he was just a legitimate star. They needed him for the film. Man, that's crazy. I hadn't heard that, but that's wild. 
But anyway, I don't think you went through your list. No, I no, I haven't. <laughs> um, so mine is uh, the Django. Okay, is that how you say it? Django, Django Unchained. Django Unchained. <laughs> the Django. Uh, Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. Tombstone. Unforgiven. Dances with Wolves. Is Dances and, with Wolves your number one? No, I just that was like the first one that I thought of. Tombstone, uh, dude, right? my. I'm a tie for Unforgiven and Tombstone, but I'm going to go Tombstone because I think it's the most epic. But Unforgiven is just, it's it's a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And then at the end when they they killed his friend and he just starts pulling, he just starts taking pulls from the whiskey and he just walks in and Gene Hackman's like, ah, and he just shoots the freaking, you know, the bartender right off the deal and just kills everyone in there. Um. I just watched that Gene Hackman movie, so The Conversation. Good. Have you seen that one, Earth and Emerus? Wait, what was that? The Conversation, 1974, with Gene Hackman. Uh, Orf, no. I and I watched so. uh, French Connection recently, too. All within the past week. You know, while we were talking about Tombstone, I was getting so excited. I was like, I'm going to watch that movie tonight. And then I remember that I have a baby that's two days old. And I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, dude, the baby will love it. Yeah. He needs to. What do you do with the baby right now? Is it sleeping a lot? Is the missus? I don't want to jinx it. Is but, taking uh, taking care of the sitch? No, he's been uh, he's been pretty chill. It's been okay. So I don't. I, I'm afraid to. Uh, to you give him Xanax it. at that age? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> How about Not melatonin? <laughs> no, just kidding. No, it's been it's been the as I was saying off camera. It's the smoothest delivery we've had. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful baby boy. You want to share his name? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe people can guess and I'll just never say. Have you told us yet? <laughs> yeah, you know the name. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. That's kind of what I want <laughs> you to tell us. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, next time we meet up, we should just do all the movies that we watched in October. Um, you see that? He just totally sidestepped me. I did, uh, did you see that He doesn't pivot? want to do the that name. Was smooth that wasn't even a pivot. That was a complete just ignore <laughs> ignorance. All right, uh, so what are we doing next time? Well, I don't I don't have a solid part three. I mean, yeah, we could do like sci-fi. We could do storybook. I don't really know if I have any solid What about like B-movie, you know? Best B-movies of all time. Oh. We can think that one over. Let's not guarantee a part three yet, but next time we meet up, maybe we just do uh, re- a monthly movie review for we just go back and we talk about what we watched in what October. Do, or we could take like a movie and really dissect it and analyze it. I'd, yeah, I'd be... Like Mystic River? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I would I wish Mystic River was just a movie about an adult Sean Penn being molested by a priest. <laughs> no. Uh and he was playing his uh full retard character. What's the I am Sam? So Mystic River is him playing that character. Get in, get in tag team by by um, the Pope. So I get, I mistook who's who's stars Jude Law. So the year the year that I am, Jude Law's the Pope. The year that I am Sam <laughs> came out <laughs> was also the <laughs> same year that I was just laughing because I like, I've never seen his head fall down before. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> somehow I confused uh, I am Sam with. Son of Sam, the, <laughs> the movie, it like, because it came out around the same time. I'm like, why are there, why is there two movies about some idiot? Yeah, who was the other one? 
the other movie? The Son of Sam. Oh, yeah. The, the, that was just a serial killer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was the uh, serial killer. And I Am Sam was the Son of Sam's dad. But I never really liked... Like, I am... I, I might have seen, actually, and I don't know why. I've, I, I've seen... There's a movie Somehow called Summer I, it, of Sam. When I Am Sam came out, yeah, Summer I, of Sam. I ended up somewhere where someone was watching that. Like, at Summer a friend's house. Sam. Or somewhere, but like, I don't know, dude. I didn't even think that movie did that well, so I was really surprised when they put out the sequel to it, Milk. <laughs> oh, boy, that's an idol for... <laughs> you know Harvey Milk is an untouchable figure for some people. He is? Yeah. And uh, he, like he, he had AIDS. He was no, and he was not assassinated for his sexual orientation. Well, why was uh, he assassinated, dude? I, I know, of, I know nothing about him. I think a lot of people. Uh, he was just a. Mm, I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm not even gonna get into was it. Was his name really Milk? Read, read. Uh, maybe Harvey Milk's. Uh, was his last with, Was start, his last name really Milk? Start with Wikipedia. <clears throat> All right. Well, I don't even know who. Harvey Milk is. Start with Wikipedia. That's yeah. what I would say. He's a mayor in San Francisco. Was he even the Oh. Mayor? Okay. First the first gay. He was gay zero. Di do you know that Diane Feinstein what is that? was in the room next to him when he got assassinated? He basically got assassinated by a, a by Diane by a disgruntled employee. By Feinstein. <laughs> Well, well, she's finally dead. Okay, and <laughs> <laughs> did anyone go like when that news came up? They're like, "Dan Feinstein's dead." I'm like, "It's about fucking time these vampires start dying." And on that note, <laughs> this is another episode of Toolshed Art Club. Thanks for listening. <laughs>